these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 17th, 2013. Welcome to episode five, number five, Ryan, of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. Myself, that's me, Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Hello, Ryan. Hi, this is what we call the beaver coin episode. The, the beaver coin episode. Yeah, I think you that, guys call know. it nickels. Okay, that actually that sounded really wrong. The beaver coin? The beaver coin. <laughs> what is it? Like a, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I don't even know. What, I don't even want to guess. <laughs> like what? Like a sexual move? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the beaver coin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what am I, the Kool-Aid man? What the? What is wrong with me? <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> well, you sound under the weather, good a sir. A little, a little. The elephant, the elephant needs a little more sleep. How's that health care kicking? <laughs> oh, low blow. Oh, zing. Oh, you gotta go immediately. You go straight for the throat, sir. Straight for the health care. It's a good thing I do not need antibiotics right now. <laughs> At least I hope I don't. Holy I crap! I hope you don't either. Yeah, but anyway, you know what? We're here, and I figured we should do a show. We should. And, yeah, again, the sleep, the elephant needs a little more sleep. Not quite as lazy as he should have been this week. No, seriously. And you know what's funny about being sick like that is that you feel lazy even though you – at least I do. I always feel lazy when I'm sick hmm. because you're just you know not doing anything. And then you get up and try to do something and you're like, oh, I should not be doing anything. Well, yeah, I, I was uh, sick a couple of weeks ago, and it's weird. Like, you don't feel like going to work when you first get up, and then you sit at the computer and do a little browsing, do a little right. game, and and you're like, oh, you know, I probably well, could have right. gone to work today. And then you're right, you get up and go like make lunch, and it's like, oh, I want to pass out. <laughs> That's exactly right, sir. Yeah. But anyway, you know what? We need to continue our quest to make war between Canada and the United States. <laughs> We're almost there. I'm pretty we sure. Are. There is but some first. sort of commotion at the border. But first. But first. I don't, do you want to talk about your quippy thing or my quippy thing first? Uh, you know, being Canadian, I'll let you go first. Oh, thank you. Put me in my rightful place at the head of the line. <laughs> so I don't know if you Canadians get these things, but every so often I'll get the most random either advertisements or pamphlets or flyers on my car. Like either, you know, when it's parked outside or... Like when you're at work, like I'm my where I park is out like out and accessible to everybody. Right. So people can, you know, put whatever crap they want to put on there. And today I got something which is especially interesting. So special thanks goes out to Mr. I, I excuse me, Pastor Tony Alamo. Mm. That's his name. Was he at the Alamo? I don't know. But he is in Texas. Oh. But Tony Alamo. I really love that name. I really hope that's right. But no, he gave me this newsletter. Not he personally. At least I don't think so. He put something on my car entitled The Many, the Many Wives of the Holy Men of God. And it, it's essentially a, I don't know how many, like f- eight-page thesis on polygamists. 
and there's not uh, there's no real point to it. <laughs> it's just telling me that like God used polygamy. Hmm. And that's it. <laughs> like there's no saying it's not saying that hey, everybody in the world should be polygamists. But it's also not, you know, it's also not saying hey, nobody should be polygamists. So it's kind of like you know, God did it. So you can too? <laughs> I guess. Well, let me read and this is not very well written. I'll, let me read you the first well. the, the this is the first this is the first sentence here. Anyone who believe any ex, uh, sorry, this is again not very well written. <laughs> anyone who would believe that polygamy according to God's holy scripture is dead would believe their god is dead and that the bible is meaningless. So God's alive. Yeah, I guess. So like he he hangs out with Elvis and uh these yeti on Sundays at the local diner. That's totally right. <laughs> that is completely accurate, according to Tony Alamo. Actually he, sounds a, like, he really does sound like a used car salesman. You need to take a, You need Hello. to scan this, and and we could post it on the site. I totally could to prove it exists, and we're not just making fun of no, some I'm random totally guy. Not. This is and this happened today. Today, like, I didn't. I didn't even tell Ryan. Like I didn't even tell him what it was about. I'm just like, hey, I got a pamphlet on my car. <laughs> I wouldn't let you because I knew it'd be it'd be gold. Because it's a pamphlet in the United States of America. I mean, I leave my but, car out in the, in in the, in the uh, parking lot, and I think the worst thing I ever got was the an invitation to a Greek potluck, and it so was this, free. So this does this not happen in Canada? Like, well, it's just not, this doesn't like you don't get weird pamphlets on your car. It's a littering law. It's against the law <laughs> to put paper on people's cars because it's a littering it law. Because what do people do? Like okay, most Canadians take it off, take it home, and put it in the recycling. But a lot of there are some angry Canadians or tourist Americans who park their cars here, <laughs> and they just take the piece of paper, crumple it up, and throw it on the ground, all upset at some potluck they were invited to, or <laughs> stupid potluck. Yeah, I hate you know. everybody. <laughs> so it's it's I, I don't know if it's like a, a province wide or a country wide uh, law, or if it's just like a bylaw in the city I live in. But I'm pretty sure it's like a littering law. You're not allowed to put like flyers on cars, or you'll be charged. We really need that. It like, makes so in, much in sense, though, Los doesn't Angeles, it? Los Angeles, like specifically, we really need that because that's it, it's a regular occurrence. Really? Like, how oh, often yeah. do you think it happens? And once a week. Ooh, yeah. So you can imagine the kind of crap that gets strewn on the ground, wherever. Yeah, I mean, not to say that making it illegal would completely eliminate the problem, but it would certainly help. Hey, we got marijuana off the streets. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. Not quite. It used to be we, you know, California. It used to be the crazy state, and dude, Colorado. They are freaking catching up. <laughs> If they haven't surpassed us already, they legalized it, didn't? Yeah, they did. They and did. You know what? I'm good for them. I'm, 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 I'm all for it. You know? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I really don't. It's just as if you to, regulate it, it's cool with me. Like, yeah. you know, as long as it's you know, it pro- it already is. It's already illegal to be high and driving. Oh, for, yeah, I agree with that totally. Like, I think it's on par with alcohol. You know, it's kind of like in between alcohol and smoking cigarettes. Like, I mean, you can smoke cigarettes while you're driving. They'll kill you, but, you know, totally. very slowly. But alcohol is something you, you can enjoy in moderate amounts. and Or not moderate. That's the wrong word. 
Or is it the right word? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's... I understand what you mean. Don't overdo it, is what I'm trying to say, and you'll be fine. So marijuana is kind of the same thing. So moderation, it doesn't work well for us United Statesians. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Canada's no... Slimmy Benny. I don't know if that's a proper term. I was trying to think of. Yeah, we're no. So, I'm just just to let everybody know Mm. another little tidbit in this pamphlet. Uh, The (laughs) highlighted question on one of these on one of these paragraphs is why men and not women. Like in other words, why can men have many wives and women not many husbands? Oh, and (laughs) the answer to this question dates back to God's curse on men and women. From the Garden of Eden. Oh. Really? That man shall rule over the woman. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dude, this sucks. For I was going to say, I thought this was like... And that's not it. Equal sexuality sort of thing when he was bringing up the why can't women have multiple men partners a la no, Raising he's Hope. Saying that, he's saying that women can't do it because they're chicks. Right. So he totally did a U-turn there. I thought he was going in the right direction. <laughs> well, <laughs> it takes you one direction, then boom. Hit you in the face with something else. See, this Tony Alamo is like Tony Alamo, friggin' J.J. Abrams, David Lynch shit going on here, just moving <laughs> stuff around. Those are just two random directors. Re- M. Night Shyamalan, that's obviously better. <laughs> he is. He's he's like post signs M. Night Shyamalan. I, I really, you know what? I really want to make a fake website with Tony Alamo as a used car salesman. We should do it. Do you want to dress I, up I, as? I, Tony, Tony, Alamo. Tony Alamo. I think that'd be a little racist. I, I mean, I don't know what Tony Alamo looks like. Texan. But <laughs> ah, come on, his last name's Alamo. How could you not be Texan? Well, no, I'm sure he is Texan. That's oh. where his church is, apparently. So that I, I didn't think about that. That begs the question: How did this get here? Yeah, why is he up in L.A.? I don't know. Maybe he is shooting a movie. Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm confused. Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to quickly mention that uh, I've been watching. I started watching the newsroom, the very American show, and I love it. It is so good, especially for this show. I'm learning so much. (laughs) Did you know you're probably learning more than like (laughs) if you had watched regular news? Go on. Did you know that the Congress they had an election in 2010? I thought you guys only had elections every four years, but you have elections every two years too. I'm we, so uh, confused. Four years, every four years is the president, and every two years is the Congress. Yes, cool. And, and, and depending on which you know city or state you live in, it sometimes like California, we have an election almost twice a year for something weird. It's a lot of money. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I just i I was just saying I've only watched the first three episodes, and I'm really digging it. And I mean, it's an honest. To God recommendation that if if people want to, I don't know if it's the most, um, I don't know if it's the best way to learn about like the United States of America. No, but I, I disagree. You it think is. it is? Oh, okay. See, I wouldn't know. I, I I would think because it's on TV, it's some sort of like slanted view, right? It is. Well, you know what it is. It's a ro- it's a romantic, a romanticized version of what you want the news to be, but it's so clearly not. Yeah. And I mean, like that's really what it's about. Like episode three totally deals with just like the Tea Party, and it kind of right. shows how crazy the Tea Party is. But yeah, there's it's I it's a fine place to get information in broad strokes. I don't I you know I wouldn't quote anything on there, but certainly it 
it addresses a lot of key issues that are very real. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to, if you're interested, uh, you know, in <laughs> if you're interested in learning about American culture, listen to this podcast and watch the newsroom. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I have I have yet to actually watch the Canadian newsroom, but from what I hear, it's very different. <laughs> <laughs> Does it involve a donkey? Is my first question. What? It's a not clerks. Uh, it's. <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like a a comedy that was produced in the eighties or nineties for CBC, what? the newsroom in Canada. Oh, you're serious. I'm being very serious. Oh, I thought you were kidding, dude. No, no, no. I okay. I, all right, this is news to me. So yeah. yes, newsroom in Canada. What is that about? I don't know. It's about. It's just. It's. I've never seen it before. But I mean, I. I, I can't take credit for this little tidbit of information. They did a uh, autopilot episode on on the newsroom for the states, and they were talking about how there sure. was a Canadian version. Oh, and, I had no uh, idea. I might have to check it out just to see because I, from what I understand, it's two completely different things. I would think so. Both focusing on some sort of newsroom. But anyways, long story short, the newsroom, United States edition. Uh, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. United States edition. Then an explosion happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then an eagle flies by. I dude, I'd watch that freaking show. All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Canadian newsroom? Yeah, no, American newsroom. Don't watch the Canadian newsroom. It's completely different. I don't think Canada has really any sort of like, you should watch this to learn about Canadian-ness. I mean, (laughs) I don't think there's really... Is that because it's not interesting? No, I think if you were going to watch any show, you'd watch like the equivalent to The Daily Show in Canada, which is like Rick Mercer's... The Rick Mercer Report, which is is ba- basically The Daily Show, but for Canadians. Is it funny? Uh, yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> he's not as funny. He's like a Canadian Jon Stewart, but in the opposite way that you could say, like, I mean, a lot of Canadians are funny, but Rick, I mean, Rick Mercer's <clears throat> not really my guy, I guess I'll say. All right. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, you know. Whatever, you all want to you want to copy our most you know popular shows. I guess I shouldn't say much. We copy all of the best uh, uh, UK shows. I didn't say he was copying the Daily Show. I just said I'm using that as a reference. So as an American, you understand what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, but I, I digress. Guess I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's very fair. All right, I guess we should move on to the yeah, actual stuff. First, the first actual point I want to make is that I'm sorry to say that the United States will not build the Death Star. Oh, come on. I know. It's not cool. We could have kicked in a couple bucks. uh, We'd need a lot. How much? Like per person, we'd need quite a bit of money. Uh, Let's see. Let me count out this. The Death Star has been estimated to cost... Uh, one billion tri- quadrillion, eight hundred and fifty quadrillion dollars. So say how many commas are in there? Yeah, it's and which is more than our <laughs> gross national product. So <laughs> I think we have some work to do. So it, you know, if you know the United States has four hundred million people in it, which is rough, but it's about right. We would each each person would have to donate. Uh, I think. If my math is correct, which this is on the fly, so I apologize. I think we'd each have to donate in the billions, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's work to be done, basically. No, but this is cool. Uh, essentially, the petition to actually build the Death Star, which was submitted by someone to the White House, um, they actually respond. The White House correspondent actually responded to it, like in full. Like he got a lot of nerd cred doing this. Like this is the actual. You know, this is the White House saying, no, we will not build a, a Death Star. And he lists a bunch of points. One is that it costs $850 quadrillion. Two, the administration does not support blowing up planets. You know, and I support that. You know what? It's a hard line stance for the White House to take, but I support it. <laughs> I know it's hard. They're trying to take your guns, man. And our Death Stars. Yeah. Uh, and... The third point, which is hilarious, why would we spend countless taxpayer dollars on the Death Star with a fundamental flaw that can be exploited by a one-man starship? You know – Point. The, I, awesome. This is great. And I mean the Canadian government would never do anything like this. This would require – I'm surprised, dude, to be honest with you, that uh, I'm really shocked that this was even like – taken the time to do <laughs> which i'm sure this. garnered some criticism but you know you know that like nobody important wrote this up they were just trying doing it to be funny all this is like when i mean to you know to take it down a peg for as an example like this is like when blizzard does their april fool stuff and people complain sure. like you shouldn't be spending so much time on april fools Whatever. and actually finish such and such a game you know it's the same thing right this is somebody who is paid to do things like this like the, so, the they have a social media team at the White House and this is their job to do fun things and interact with the people and i think this petition website is one of the greatest things that a government has ever done in terms of reaching out to its people like there's just there's a new petition popping up every day that that is is either wacky and funny like this or very serious like questioning gun control and all this all the other stuff you know and for it to actually get an address from the government is is awesome. I agree. And they take this opportunity with this yeah. Death Star thing to actually talk about space. And <laughs> you guys have people. There's a Canadian in space. No. Yeah. There's not. There is. He's up there's... there with you and Mary. He's probably listening to this podcast right now. Well, that may be true. But, sir, hmm. you aren't – you. If you're in space, you can only be one of three people. And for a long time, it was only two. You can only be – and we barely acknowledge this. We need – you can either be Russian mm-hmm. or Chinese or, of course, the United States. So, uh, you know, as you are the closest person there, you're automatically an American. Good job. We've well, already claimed that part of space. You can't go up there and put a Canadian flag in crap. There's no flags. Space is yes, like there free is. rain, There's a flag man. on the moon. There is a flag on the moon. I will not hear. We have the moon. United you, States. That moon. doesn't count. So, do you have a flag? Is my only question. I, I'm not sure there has ever been a Canadian touch on the moon. I don't think there's. I think there's only been Americans on the moon, right? In all seriousness. But we're talking about the space station. Have you ever heard of a little thing called the Canada Arm? No. Really? <laughs> really? Are oh you man! Yeah. <laughs> Canada arm is like the what greatest thing ever. What is it, the Canada arm? Is that like a, just a big arm like made out of paper mache yeah, or something? Yeah, and it's got like the government of Canada logo right across it and it's used to like build the space station. You seriously never heard of the Canada arm? No. <laughs> that's like the one – that's like the biggest claim to fame that Canada has. It's, it's, a, it's a giant arm 
used in space, made in Canada. <laughs> Probably flown up from Russia, but still. You're, you are... You, I am not joking. Okay, this is clearly Canadian propaganda or some crap like that, so you check your facts. It's all I can really say about that. Oh, man, I'm telling you, the cannon arm is a real thing. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. By the way, uh, this article also points out article. This statement from the White House also points out that the president does know his way around a lightsaber. Oh. I know. So that means he's seen the trilogy? I pre- I'm pretty sure that the president has seen the Star Wars trilogy, yes. He has children. Oh, well, I know he has a Wii in the house, but probably not a Wii U. Does he? Yeah. Does he have a Wii? That oh, was like a right. story that he had a he had a Wii. And look look at this. I'm just looking at the open petitions. Uh-huh. Some some are pretty interesting like uh, oh, I'm sure there are. One is get rid of petitions. <laughs> and then one is also impeach President Barack Obama if executive orders are signed to ban assault rifles. And it's got 4,000 signatures almost. I like make breastfeeding a protected human right is that that 685 people signed this i think it oh it is i think it is a it should be uh why it's something not somewhere it it should i mean it should be you shouldn't need a petition for it but like i i'm pretty sure you can for lack of a better term whip it out and feed your kid whenever you need to wow (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty sure there was a, a better way I could handle that. I apologize. Yeah, more than to a few. All, actually, all the women who are listening, to take a couple detours to get to where you were, sir. <laughs> all I mean is, I'm pretty sure you can set set it up. See, there's no as better. Long, as long as you're, as long as you're, you know, there are ways to do it without everybody. Yeah, it's, it's a natural it's thing. Decent. You're good. It's a natural, common phenomenon, dude. There. Okay, I'm not going to get into that with you. Why? No, I'm having a kid in like two months. There's no, I'm not – I could tell you some stories. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Listen When's my next an hour of sleep? Come on. <laughs> uh, okay. So yes. Yeah, congratulations. The United States is not making a Death Star. Yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. They just up. said they wouldn't make one by 2016. And if they patch that exhaust pipe, whew, you might be good. Is an exhaust pipe or an exhaust – the thing seriously that to okay that's not an american thing that's a geek thing no i know <laughs> what are you talking about i'm just saying the petition says you're not going to build one by 2016 but you could build one after 2016 once you've solved the whole single flaw problem yes yeah sure you can figure that out. you could use the canada arm to it's place... an exhaust port no we're not going to use the freaking canada Come arm on, man <laughs> it's up there in everything you got to use it it's really cool, I swear. Dude, whatever. It'll scratch something by accident and then be so apologetic about it. Be like, oh, pardon me, eh? It doesn't talk. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, well, of course Why it does. do Americans think every robot robotic thing has to talk? I, why? Okay. I every blame. robotic thing does need to talk, okay? Wally didn't talk. He kind of did. <sighs> he emoted. <laughs> he emoted? He emoted. Right. That's all a right, term. Right, okay, right. Let's move on. This is moving on. You're, you're we're, frustrating we're gonna, me too much. We're not going to harp on this. Uh, second point, uh, and this is article was given to me by one Ryan Murphy. I just couldn't resist. Uh, the headline is: Less Americans believe 
that homosexuality is a sin. That's good. You guys are coming around. Yeah. <laughs> Although I shouldn't say that because, I mean, Canada well, okay. isn't perfect. <laughs> Here's my problem. Here's my problem with this article. Mm-hmm. It presupposes the idea that if it's sinful, people are going to want to make it illegal. Right? Right. Okay. So that is my core belief. I am also of the belief that you – people – I know people. Uh, the idea that you can have something be a sin and not be illegal is not – is completely within the realm of rational thought. You can't – for example, like there are plenty of sins biblically that you don't want to outlaw. How about we outlaw pride? How about that? That's a great idea. Should, how many freaking people would go to, directly to jail? Do not pass go. If you outlawed pride. If you out, outlaw pride. Let's freak, freaking outlaw pride first. Then then we'll talk about homosexuality. I, yeah. I, it's just like you're not going to outlaw it. But it's the marriage part that sort of has always been this thing. So it is the marriage. Well, it's – I could – go on a very long tirade as to why I think that is. So basically but, this this article is saying that because less and less Americans think it's a sin, they'll be more and more likely to vote yes. same-sex marriage into being a reality. Yeah. Or not a reality, sorry. I know it's a thing that exists, but making it <laughs> legal in all states. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first, Ryan. <laughs> does not believe in gay marriage. And I mean that in the, like, physical sense. He doesn't believe it exists. <laughs> like the, no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say it's like the tooth fairy. But no, I, I, do, I do believe it made it worse by saying I wasn't going to say <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it did. You, con- you made it. that example very concrete for, for everybody. Thank I you. I apologize, uh, but I'm, I will go on record saying that I do believe in it. I think it's – I always – I believe in people being able to do what they feel they need to do to live their lives. <laughs> and if having a same-sex marriage is something they want to do, by gum, they should be able to do it. By gum. That's totally exactly my thought. <laughs> By gum. By golly. No, I just it, – it really irks me, the idea that it, it, I people people have so closely aided – so closely aided. That is a freaking awesome word. So closely associated. <laughs> Was it a real I, word? Dude, we could make it a real word now. <sighs> We've – Closely associated the idea that it being a, a something sinful with something that should be illegal, which I, I freaking let him get married, do it. It's okay. I promise. Yeah, you like know, nothing well, bad's gonna happen. I just I, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, it'll you'll hear lines like, and I don't. Okay, this is a good good thought. The general line in the states is usually something to the effect of that it's destroying the sanctity of marriage. That's usually what they mean or usually what they suggested. What like I know it's not as bad in Canada or at least it's not as a vocal uh, a group. But, but what is there are there folks like what's the what's the argument against the legalization of gay marriage in Canada if any? 
Well, there is some. Like, I mean, there are those those outlier groups that still believe it's something that shouldn't. I was reading something. Uh, I think in Alberta, there's a big anti-gay uh, thing going on. But again, it's a minority, and a lot of people just sort of poo-poo it. Like, there's there's more supporters than there are like detractors, right? And I think. And you mentioned the sanctity of marriage. Like, it wasn't the sanctity of marriage. And I don't really understand it all because I was totally thrown for a loop when I found out, like, you could just get married at a courthouse and it's all the same dealy to the government. You know? Like, that's, like, I would think the sanctity sure. of marriage was ruined by the fact that I could go to a courthouse and have my legal marriage documents processed without having to involve any sort of religious figure, right? Does that make sense? I still don't understand this whole marriage thing. I probably should figure that out. But all I'm saying is... You don't is, understand marriage. Well, Ryan, when two people love each other very much... Okay. I understand. They decide. I understand that part. And I, it is real. I promise you. Okay. Like, it's not like tooth fairies or gay marriage. It's like real marriage. This thing does exist, so you should probably understand what it's about. But there's there's a religious <laughs> marriage, and then there's like a straight up just legal uh, marriage. Agreed. Right? Uh, freaking greed and that's the thing that people tend to uh, so when people have this argument about the sanctity association that really irks people so they they kind of they kind of go into this weird hole where if they if they think it's legal that means that they that automatically every church in america is going to have be forced to do gay marriage which is i happen to know for a fact will not be the case like if that were to happen, we have a much bigger problem. Problem. Because, we, and what I mean by that is, we should not, you know, the state should not be telling a church who they should and should not be marrying. Right. No, I, I, <clears throat> I agree. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot of problems with the church, and gay marriage is not their biggest. I mean, but I understand what you're saying. Like, if if they say, ah, oh, you know, if you go down to the courthouse, uh, you could marry uh, uh, two chicks can get married, two guys can get married. That's not a problem. Uh, and then the church is like, whoa, well, what? Now we got to do it to, to to you know to keep up with the Joneses, the courthouse across the street. You know, like <laughs> I don't think they think that. But that's what you're saying. I mean, I've sort of simplified it, but you're saying that like they're worried that then they're going to have to start doing gay marriage because no, the, the I, they're there it's not it has nothing to do with keeping up with the joneses it has to do with them being forced to uh, perform the ceremony but can you force them no that's what but i'm saying so di- why would they be worried about it <laughs> because people have irrational fears you mean americans have irrational fears <laughs> isn't that like your motto <laughs> America. Some Americans fears. have irrational fears. Like the the vocal minority have irrational fears. Like yes, we, Westboro we, Baptist Church. That's their motto. We have irrational fears that we like. That's actually to. not a bad like slogan. We have a lot of irrational fears, <laughs> like the end of the world, for example. Therefore, we need a lot of guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. You know. It didn't didn't last year or maybe two years ago. Barack Obama was asked on record about gay marriage, and he said, "Yeah, I think it should be a thing that is totally cool." Uh huh. He said it. He didn't have an issue with it or something. Like I remember uh, that. That being... wouldn't surprise. Generally, I mean, in general, uh, uh, Democrats are pro gay marriage. 
Yeah, because he. Kind of, I think he kind of said it in passing, but it was this huge thing. Yeah. But nothing ever came of it. No. Well, you can. Okay, that's the other thing. You can have a freaking opinion about something, and that doesn't mean the laws are going to change tomorrow. You can't. He, he's the president. He can't. He's one link in the chain. He can't just enact that. Well. It should be the case. We're a nation of checks and balances. We can't just – he can't just pick whatever he likes and say, yo, this is the law today. So what you're saying is <laughs> King Obama doesn't exist. I'm – no, King Obama does not exist. So that's another thing that Americans do. They have irrational fears and they also think their rightfully elected president can set laws in motion without – they can Any have question. Well, they have influence for sure. Oh, it's, yeah, influence. But if he says in passing while enjoying his morning coffee that he thinks right, but homosexuality is all right, making that legal is a bigger process at the federal level or at any level. Well, like look, he, he, you know, he can't just in, he can't just say one day that it's that way. You'd have to go through the Supreme Court. You'd have to go through Congress. You can do any number of things, but you can't do it himself. Doesn't he just get up on the front steps of the White House, take his staff, raise it up, and go, gay marriage shall pass. And it just kind of works. Wow. I've watched Lord of the Rings on repeat a couple times. <laughs> no kidding. If that's how a law was enacted, I mean, that okay, bill cartoon something. would be a lot more interesting. If Barack Obama puts on a Gandalf costume and <laughs> goes out there and does that, I will die a happy man. You're such a nerd. Why'd you put him in a costume? <laughs> I was just thinking. Because you said that he'd have a staff. Just a staff. He doesn't have to be in a big beard and robes. That would be hilarious. Halloween is coming. What? Halloween is coming. What about it? He, that could be his costume, man. Oh, I thought you were making another reference. Sorry. To what? <laughs> to winter. Well, to winter is coming. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Wrong series there. <laughs> I'm confused and I'm sick, so I apologize. Anywho, yeah, you know, gay marriage. There you go. It's a thing that's still that working chew- its way through its legal bindings up in your country. Oh yeah, is that legal? I, I guess that we should we should have covered that from the beginning. Is it legal in Canada? Uh, you know, it's such a. I, I think even up here, it's. In some provinces, it's you're, you can do it at, at a courthouse, um, but I'm not exactly sure. That might be something to, to look into for next episode just to follow up um, because, I mean, it is something that Canadians say like, yeah, gay marriage is totally cool. I mean, there are American citizens that come up here to get married, and I don't know how that works when you move back, but um, yeah, it's a thing, and, and we're totally cool with it. So I'd have to look into that. You don't know? I don't know offhand, but I'm pretty sure in some provinces it's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't all know. right. You know what? There's no, you know, we don't need research. We really don't. <laughs> but it would be nice to have back up my facts rather than spending 50, it would. Like, five episodes saying, yeah, gay marriage is totally cool in Canada to find out, mm, I guess we're not as good as we thought we you were. You know what? You better check your facts, sir. Yeah. Uh, Fact let's... checker. Are you checking your facts? Not right now. You should do that. No. That'd be that would be loud and obnoxious. That would be pretty loud and obnoxious. I think I'm going to educate everybody on every, on 
<laughs> same-sex marriage in Canada, even to the resident Canadian who's supposed to know this stuff. <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? Uh, yes. Oh, so okay. your provinces – okay. So a province behaves like a state, right? Sure. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> British Columbia, that is a province, right? Yes. Ontario. Yes. Quebec. Yes. Yukon. No. That's, okay. That's a territory. But it's sort of the same thing. We just call it different. Wow. Uh, so the answer is is how many how many provinces and territories do you have? Thirteen. <laughs> you you there, kinda hesitated there, are you sure? It used to be twelve and then they split up two of them, but they were both territories, so it really didn't matter to me, but uh, it seems to me that same-sex marriage has been legally recognized in provinces ever since uh, 2005. So all provinces? I think so. I can list them. Like Ontario, British Columbia, Quebec, Yukon, Manitoba, Nova Scotia, Saskatchewan, Newfoundland. <laughs> Saskatchewan? Uh, I don't know what you Saskatchewan, man. Come Saskatchewan. on. Saskatchewan. Got it. Newfoundland and Labrador. Labrador. <laughs> New Brunswick. Uh, Alberta, Prince Edward Island. What is none of that? None of it? None of it. Dude, it's, the jokes on that place must be hilarious. It's, it's an Inuit. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's Inuit. So not many jokes then. Well, maybe an Inuit, but I don't know how to speak <laughs> that. So yeah, those are the ones. I think I, that's all of them. Okay. <laughs> you may have missed one, but I, I, we still haven't found out what happened to Brunswick. Oh, or Brunswick. New Brunswick, you mean? Well, I just mean like we know where New Brunswick stands. I don't know what happened to it. Oh, all right. Must have drifted off. Folks, if you have an idea, uh, you know, if you have an opinion about gay marriage and really, (laughs) if you don't, then why are you listening to a political show? But anyway, (laughs) uh, where was I? Feedback. Feedback. You know what? We love feedback and you should give it to us. That they should, indeed. So I guess we got some. Yeah, we got uh, we got a, a Twitter message. Uh, we we started to sort of get the show out there to people, and uh, Lou or the busy zombie lord on Twitter listened to I believe episode two where we were talking about the fiscal cliff, and he said, uh, "Really, Jimmy Buffett and Warren Buffett?" <laughs> I was laughing laughing my ass off. Wow. And I mean, Thanks, I, we still have not found out the difference between the two. I'm still pretty sure Warren and Jimmy are related somehow. They're not. They're not? No. Wouldn't it be funny if they two were? Two completely different people. Yeah, it would be, but they're not. They should start a restaurant. The, called the Buffets, and the catches that they really know aren't any buffets. Jimmy and Warren run a buffet, and that's what they'll call their restaurant. Jimmy will do music. Warren will front the cash. It'll all be good. <laughs> what song is, is Jimmy the the guy who does the Margaritaville song? Is that him? Uh, I think so. I don't know. There, they could have. I don't, I'm not familiar with the Buffets. <laughs> Either. Not really. Oh, you guys should get to know them. They seem like nice people. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, Folks, you can find us at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Uh, our email is info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. And you know what? We'd love your re- we'd love your feedback. We absolutely would. If you have an opinion, you want to express it to us and have us argue about it, you should do that. 
Uh, we're also on the Twitter. I'm at the Lazy Elephant, and Ryan is at the un uh, sorry is at Unhappy Beaver, and we pretty much have regular interchanges on those every day. We've and, been going pretty good, pretty strong and, on those, and, and they're pretty hilarious, actually. I think they're funnier than the show. <laughs> That's, yeah, right. What? That's not I'm true. Right. They're I'm as sure. funny as this show. I am not sure how I feel about that. Anyway, uh, send us your feedback, review, uh, feedback and reviews. We love the five stars on the iTunes. Uh, you can find me at an hour of sleep. And uh, Ryan, where the, where can the good people find you? Where can they go? Well, I'll just say if you're really enjoying the Unhappy Beaver, or sorry, Unhappy Beaver, you'll also enjoy Normal Ryan at R Murphy on Twitter. <laughs> okay, all right, good good deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we will have more to say about this whole gay thing. In oh, you the can't weeks say that. <laughs> Why not? You can't say that gay thing. The de- you could okay. You say we'll have more on the debate that is. No, actually, that was easier. Less syllables. Um, we will have much to say about the debate about the legalization of gay marriage. How thank about that? you. Well, much uh, better. Have some respect. <laughs> But apparently less and less Americans believe it's a sin. So, you know, the sanctity of marriage is slowly eroding. Anyway, thank you, everybody. All right. Good night. We're both extremely (laughs) tired.